recorded. 185, 185, 185. Wow. It's me and Mal, we're back again. What will we talk about this week? <laughs> <laughs> hashtag show, two big pals, talking about life and stuff. It's the Hashtag Show, episode 185. This is my pal Malakali. He's having his breakfast. Episode 185 of the hashtag show. We're back. Welcome, one and all, what heroes and scumbag alike. Correct. Welcome. Hey, the hashtag show. At this point, we're all one big family in the chamber of love, uh, and then eventually, you know, after 30 minutes, the uh, the, the the scum, the uh, the the unwashed. Uh, the poor, the meek, the hungry will be banished from the chamber of knowledge and uh, then it'll just be us and the heroes. Uh, until then, what are you having for your breakfast, big boy? Just a bowl of fucking cardboard. Whatever, you know that, what's that cereal? Bits like cardboard with fucking bits of raisin in it. Uh, wee, wee bits of shaved banana that's dried out. Oh, are you, is that a, a muesli? Uh, the stuff that makes you go for a shite. Uh, yeah. How should go for that? You should. You need. I think you've got an important decision to make right now. Well, this doesn't need to be right now, but certainly like in the next couple of weeks or months. Because what? Uh, what is it like? What would it be, Scott? Like you know that we all know. We've yeah. all met. We've all met people in our life, right? Who they turn fifty, and then you yeah, maybe don't. You, you maybe don't see them for a couple of years, right? And then you maybe see them when they're fifty-three, and they're fucked. And you go, holy shit. Or you meet somebody and you've not seen them for a few years and they're 55 and they look incredible, right? Because that's Scottish people. You go one or two ways when you hit 50. Yep. You either go doing hell to fucking like just a bag of meat dead or you suddenly get, you know, your second wind, you lose a bit of weight, you buff up, you know, you get divorced, you remarry again, something maybe 20 years younger, you have a third family, that kind of thing. Like, I'm concerned you have aged more in the last month than you have in the 50 years, right? And now you're on Muesli. So you've got to make a decision, Mal. Are you going to go down the health kick road and you're going to start, like, cycling, wearing spandex, you know, cutting out all the fucking, all the drugs, cutting down on the booze, cut out the red meat, or are you going full pelt into the, listen, whatever I've got left, I've got left, I'm going to enjoy it? Well, listen, the only drugs I've been taking for the last while has been medication. Galpol. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, um, what's that stuff? Uh, Galpol, yes, and... Uh, because like, even your, Mother's your, little helpers, you know. Your titties are coming back as well. Look at your wee, but, your wee titties sitting there, look. Listen, <laughs> right, listen, I was going to say, I'm getting a bit fucking sick and tired of your fucking medical advice. <laughs> your wee titties. Every time. Uh, look, at okay. your, look at your tits. You're looking old, son. Well, listen. <laughs> I'm, is there a middle ground? Can I get old no. gracefully and no, it's because still you're be off no bad? Because you're Scott, there's no middle ground with Scottish people, mate. It's either we're binary, black or white, yes or no. Right, listen. See my dad. See at my birthday party. I don't know if you see him. He's up dancing a couple of times. Right, the drink had hit him. He's, he thought he could dance, but he's also got a dodgy back. So I was laughing because he was doing this wee dance, like, like the dad shuffle, and then he get a wee twinge in his back and go. Oh. <laughs> but nobody really saw the twinge like the I, was, I, I knew the Jackson because I've seen it aye <laughs> and it looked like I think like you'd be dance move but I was, I was laughing and then I said to him the other day I, I, he said I had a good time at a party and that and I went 
I seen your back still gave you problems. He went, How do you know? I said, I seen it twinge a couple of times and you were up dancing. He goes, I didn't think him did see that. And like you said, it was like fucking Michael Jackson thriller. Like he'd been zapped. Think how old your dad must feel to have a boy that's 50. Well, he's, he's, uh, what's he? He's 60 now, so, um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that. He's fucking 61. It's the Ayrshire way, mate. It's the Ayrshire way. <laughs> no, the Bulgin's 73. So, yeah, I mean, my mom and dad look kind of relatively good for their age, so I'm just going to hope, you know, if I stay on that same alcohol path that the drink will pickle me, you know, fucking freezing time. I didn't need to change my ways, I think. You don't you don't need to change your ways, you just need to make a decision. Do you know you what would you want to do? Well, I think what I need to do is eat less and drink less. And that's just a fact, Scott. They see that this is a problem. It's an, it's an interesting it's an interesting subject you raised, Malak, and thank you. Thank you for bringing I never fucking raised it. Uh, you did fucking we'll be, Dr. Scott. We'll hey, be going Dr. Live. Scott. You're we'll not even live. a doctor. <laughs> we're we'll going live to the uh, to the news in a, in a few moments. Uh, interesting point there. You don't eat less. That's the thing. You don't eat less. You, you just you need, need you need to eat a, a little bit of exercise. But you do a bit of exercise now. Like the missus drags you on bike rides and all that, and you pretend no, that's not happening for you know, a while. Send the boys. Oh, I'm going on a bike ride. But then there's pictures of you pure fucking like ah, pure giddy and gay. Your legs kicked out, cycling right. your bike, loving life. So Hold you don't eat less. Off. You just need to think maybe about what you're eating. Like you can't have four ribeye steaks every fucking night. Listen, they don't. They say don't take medical advice from your friends, right? <laughs> but the guy who's giving me medical be... advice is fucking Papa Bear Gibson. Listen. What are you doing? You need to fucking sort yourself out. You think well, you fucking got a wee job? You're jumping about now. You're fucking got a six pack back. Have you? No. Fuck. What you? Again, this is this is what people are not understanding, right? I am a fat man. No. I am not a man who has become fat, and there is even, a difference. Even this, a, even for folk listening to this in audio, they know you're a fucking fat cunt. All right, <laughs> I said cunt. Right, I'm raising this up. I, 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 I have to and listen to fucking medical advice. And then it can't listen to you. You just talk about sweeties and fucking eating food. So but shut the fuck up. But that's because I'm a fat man. God, not. Not a man, <laughs> not a man who's become fat. There's a difference when you see, see when you're out, right, and you see guys and they've got wee matchstick legs and a fucking massive gut. That's a man who's become <laughs> fat, <me. laughs> right? See when you're out and you see somebody like me, a boy, sixty-inch barrel chest, fucking traps the big legs. That's a big man. I've got a big frame. So there's a difference, right? So you used I to be thin and beautiful. I'm what happened to that guy? I'm so beautiful, my man. Lying down. I have been blessed with a frame of a powerlifter, a Viking god, which means I can, <laughs> I can pack in as much as I want. I've been blessed with this frame. You have been so blessed. So what are you saying? A, I should try and walk towards your physique? No, you can't. That's the thing, Mug. You can't. It's just something you're bothering me. You have got a sleek, slender build of a, oh, yeah, a, a 21-year-old gay twink. <laughs> you know, and you need to maintain that. <laughs> what you need to try and do is <clears throat> you need to get to the point where you can fit into Maria's clothes because both both of you have got the shape, the same kind of shape. <laughs> What's tall, to say that I'm not ready to? <laughs> I'd be a fucking you'd be muffin top smelling out of time. <laughs> Listen, it's getting bad when Joe Deacon looks sleeker in a t-shirt than fucking you do. I know. Right? I know. I'm, listen, it'd be great. How come your fucking cock can't put on weight? How does? How good would that be? How good would that be? Wait, I'll send you a link to a few things. Have you ever seen the? Uh, 
the no, I'm no, I've never been like I've never been worried about my size. Yes, you have. You've done copious diets, gotten the sugar out of the day, No, I don't. I mean, oh, my, I, mean last, I fucking feel great, Mal. Mal I've got you new for two years. I fucking feel like a new man. Mal, I mean, my cock size. Oh, right, right, right. I just, I seen you. I'm happy with it. Just the alcohol is, but you know. Right. Yeah, the fucking does the damage, man. Does the get, yeah. check that out, hen? What? See that hanging hand and all that beauty here. Check that out. What's that? What is that? You got a fanny? No, this is a fucking one inch of <laughs> pillar steel intruder. <laughs> but what I mean is, like, I, I can't imagine if you generally had like a small one or you were worried about it. So then you have to go out and buy like all the pumps and the gel and all the bullshit because I just don't believe any of it works. Oh no, it's a, it's a definite fucking. You know, the guys that used to roll up to the and sell the med the, the elixir of life. Oh, I, I love All the cock pumps it? and that. That is the elixir of life. What's the fucking thing? The uh, traveling salesman. No, the water, the water, the pool they go in. They get a ton of life to become young, young again. Aye, Fountain aye, of youth aye. or whatever. Fountain of youth. I remember watching a program once, right? And it was like a Euro Trash kind of late night Channel 4 thing, right? And it was a bit like, uh, coming up next, we've got a man who's increased his penis size by more than four. I was like, all right, hey, let's watch this. I'm watching that. Happy, right? <laughs> Mate, I, I don't know what it was. I was expecting like a pump or like just some, just bullshit, right? Like some bullshit story, right? Or, or he's like, what I've done is I've bought this fucking uh, suction 4000 right off the interweb. Basically, put the old chap in there and then just turn the Henry Hoover on and suck it for four hours a day, right? And I've managed to increase my length by like half a centimetre. What this guy does is he basically puts like what looks like a kind of a brace on either side of his knob, right? Mm-hmm. Ties like a rubber band with his helmet, <laughs> gets a bit of string, stretches it and then ties a bit of string to his ankle and then just walks about all day with his fucking knob pull as, as tight as it'll go and he hangs in his head that's him stretching it did I he ever just, tell you about the boy I went to school with and he held no. it and he said every time he did a piss <laughs> he pulled his cock he actually if pulled his cock and the uh, I actually said to him, what the fuck are you doing? And he went, yeah, show us, show us again. He went like that. He goes, put it in your mouth and I'll tell you. And he, 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 he went like that. He said, I'm making my wally bigger. His oh name is Hugh. Days. I can't remember his surname. And uh, if you listen to a show, Hugh, <laughs> you're lucky I can't remember your surname, you fucking freaky cunt. But then How also, cock now? <laughs> Send his pictures. Aye. Aye, Hugh's got a last laugh. He's got a fucking three and a half foot cock. Aye, but, aye, but the thing about it is, it's just his fucking foreskin he's pulling. Cause I know, but also... He, he like, must have what? like a foreskin like a fucking air me a jumper. <laughs> like a windsock. <laughs> Reeling it in. But what has he been through at a young age that's made him... Do you know I mean? What trauma has he been well, through that's made him do that? I did think about this, right? He was adopted. And I was thinking, maybe uh, he get uh-oh. fucking heavy, heavy, heavy grief about his cock size. You know, <laughs> Would you he's, act like he's, he's His adopted, last one dad gave him up because he's a wee cock. His adopted dad walked in one day in his telephone and he's like, oh, this smokes. We're taking him, him back to the shop. Look at him. I'm no, no boy of mine is getting a wee cock. Adopted or no. He's got to be a man in the shower. See that—that's the worry now. Like I feel, even at thirty-eight, right? There's still things. See, I think you're older than that. I know, but it's because I'm fat, Mal. I look older, but inside uh, I'm not young. Only, not only older, handsome. Right, mate. Get out. Get out. Look at this fucking salt and pepper in the beard, uh, now, man. There yeah, you go. There you go. You. 
Never had one. And then see when, that, see when that goes all grey. Job's a Santa. Anyway. Right. I'll be fighting the fucking mill stuff. Anyway, so. The uh, mildew. What was I going to say there? I'll oh tell you what you're going to say. This is what happened to us, ladies and gentlemen, listeners. The hashtag boys, aka Misa Ross, Jiggy Mal, DJ Giblet, <clears throat> all bought tickets to go and see Matt. I don't even know how to pronounce his name, Matt Ribley. Matt Ribley. Get out of bed, where, bitch. And uh, through COVID, and that cancelled these events. I do believe the last one was uh, Valentine because we were all joking saying that you were never going to be allowed to go anyway because it's Valentine Aye I'm the only one that actually loves my missus so Yeah Um, and uh, you know so they cancelled it and then for whatever reason (laughs) Mr Ross fucking on the WhatsApp boys this is the night And never even told us and he's up for it I actually forgot we'd booked tickets so did I. I thought that Ross had actually returned the tickets and siphoned the money. I thought that's exactly what he would do. No, I thought he hadn't even booked them, kept their money. Maybe, just went, uh, Do you want to go to this to give me an office? Because you need to watch cunts like him. Anyway, I just that, went, is that lark, Is that Lark Hall mentality? Aye, money for Botfast. <laughs> and I was just thinking to myself, oh, for fuck's sake, this is a bit fucking close to the bone. You were obviously fucking... I was busy Grafton. 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 I was gutted as well because I would love to have seen him. I was up in Dundee and Mr. Ross, I fuck knows what he does. I also don't know what he does. What does he do, Scott? Mate, see when we first got all got together, right? I'm sure he worked in a prison. Ah, he's now, a drug dealer. I'm, mate, I just he's think... Too nice. you, he's a coke dealer. He's a nice <clears throat> coke dealer. I think, see when you moved to Lark Hall, I think after the first month, the... Uh, the, the high council come round the house and I think you get asked a couple of questions like Scientology and see if you pass by proving to them that you're a good orangeman and do you know what he's going in straight away because one caravan in the driveway they love that kind of stuff right mm-hmm. blonde wife tick two Beautiful wains blonde wife two wains right two lovely children perfect that's it right gentleman's family Mr. Gentle- gentleman's family bald head Right, so he looks like a football hooligan. Love it. Can play all the, all the old rebel tunes Aye, on the guitar. Any, any right? fucking, any sectarian song he can play. So I think, that's that's Rossi's gift, mate. You know how some guys like Pitch Perfect? He can listen to 10 seconds of any rebel song and then play the whole tune on the banjo. So I think and he's that, a great, a great voice in him, so that, that wins it. You know, because like, see, like, beasts and that like to be sang it. It calms the beasts. You know, like, see, like, before the battles and that, he, they're all upset. Oh, that. He'll sing a wee song and they'll all be greeting and that. He's in pure, pure delicate. Do you mean like a fight breaks out in the lodge, not? And then, well, Mister Ross, get on there, get on the banjo there, and kind of goes like, hands <laughs> holding hands, <laughs> my father, shaking hands, <laughs> my father said to me, I was shouting a lot, oh, pure tears rolling. So I think the high council comes round, interviews him and the family, then they say to him, welcome to Lark Hall, you'll never work again, brother. And he's like, you'll never, you'll never work again. And then there's just like a kind of pot of money that generates around the village. Aye. Even though they think it's a village. So they, uh, no, they, but just, they say... They just have to be full-time orangemen. That, that's two pounds there, Agnes, for the chanter. <laughs> we need to give him two pounds every month for the chanter. The chanter? Who's the chanter? 
the chanter, Ross McFerguson. <laughs> he gets the village just sort him out because he's like, that's, that's what he is. He's the village fucking fool. It it, it jumps <laughs> no at Mister Claypool. It jumps through the tune singing songs and lark call ring ring. Fuck the Pope and the IRA. Horrible sectarian music up doing Larkhall. Larkhall High About hitting the Maltman. I remember we were driving through Larkhall once and then the first day my missus went through it and she's like, where's this? I went, this is welcome to Larkhall. And she's like, what, what are we doing here? I went like, this is where Ross lives. And then she's like, oh, the do you know what I think man? Where he stays is love. I'm going to be honest. See, where, when I pulled out to where he stays, I was like, I didn't even know this existed because I've only ever been through Larkhall. Where he stays is lovely. I'd be like, I'd buy a house here. That's because you're, you're, cra- you're, you're shouting yourself, Scott, in case you get a wee gig up Larkin, man. And some cunt just fucking chibs a joe right off you. Mate, yeah. They, listen, you're sitting here going, chib the joe off me. I'm the one that had to find a fucking dodgy link to Rangers TV last night to watch the game. So I'm fucking exactly. perfectly fine. You're in. You're in. I was like, hey, oh, hey. I'm feeling it. <laughs> oh, I'm feeling it. Put the guns away, boys. Do you even know what the score was last night? Oh, like, I didn't know there was a football game on last Unbelievable, night. Unbelievable, man. This, this just No, I did actually, because I spoke to my father for three seconds. Because he's a passion out of your mother for that episode. Did your dad phone you and tell no. you that he loved you? And you're like, I took it to the Rangers one. No, he actually said, I'm doing a bit of painting. My father's a painter by trade. And uh, I phoned him up to see what kind of paint I need. And he went, oh, I'll pass the phone to your mother. I said, I actually need to know how much paint I need to buy for this because I'm painting a room. He's like, right, if it was only new, uh, I'll pass you out your mother. I said, but you, what, you need to tell me. He goes, I'll phone you tomorrow. And I heard the, oh, oh, in the background. <laughs> <laughs> but put my mum on the phone. Oh, I need to walk all the way to the bottom of the garden. What's she doing in there? The Rangers are on, son. She's not leaving the house when the Rangers are playing. I send her to the bottom of the garden. <laughs> Mate, She's I was, upstairs crying. It's the first time ever. I was so angry. And then elated within the space of thirty seconds. Was that a right? good game, eh? Well, having a wank, man. Good guy, no, good this is this is for the game. So go in for what last night up the stairs, right? All the clothes off, sitting fucking. Ah, here the fucking go. Thinking to myself, Rangers go to the final Europa League. Surely a qualification game is going to be on the telly. We're fucking banging on left, right, and centre about women's football. Oh my god, my mind's gone blank. The coalition. 
So Chucky Allah. The, that means the Scottish champions go straight in this time, which 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 should be it's Champions League. Bro. But, but it just shows me that you must have you must have lost a fucking shit ton of these years if you don't even bother watching the games now. Mate, it scarred me for life. I know that's what I'm saying. I, I, my last that, that must have been your biggest loss financially, apart from having the wins. Uh, no, I think I lost more than the Rangers. <laughs> oh, <how laughs> let me just tell. Let me just tell you, I have to wait. I've got an eighteen-year-old win and a sixteen-year-old win. I that up, right? <laughs> how did uh, Angel go on with our exams, dude? Oh, right, listen. Oh, also, there's going to be a lot of parents out there happy and sad, right? I've done the sad bit, right? I've been, I've been the disappointed parent. I was going to say, how does it now feel to have one kid that's actually smart? <laughs> well, my God. Not only is she beautiful, she's very intelligent. She got, uh, she'd sat 10 exams because she managed to ta- tag on uh, Italian and uh, I think it, I was, I'm going to say Spanish, but I think that was included. She managed to tag on two extra exams, right? Well, so not only did she do her exams, she's done fucking an extra two. Wow, 10 exams and uh, she got nine A's and a B. What was the B in? The B was in chemistry, which she was expecting an A in, and she's going to appeal to try and get that fucking... That's shocking. That's disgraceful. Well, her mum... Because, I, was working, I was working with Mark Sherry yesterday in the studio, and uh, the vid, I had just left, and the exam results come in, <clears throat> and Maria videoed it, her opening it, right? And there's a wee video of her. She said a... She said a... She said a, a hard year at school. Also, exams are on, but uh, she's had a lot to fucking deal with anyway. And I seen she she fucking it was it was what is it physics that she thought she had tanked, and she wrote that in physics, and and it wasn't just that it was I, I just felt like everything it was like validation for like the week and a rough part that she's been through, and she broke down crying, but it was that crying laughing, and it, it fucking melts me. I've got, I even think about it, man. I'm well enough, Aye, but anyway. It was it was it was great, and again, I was gutted. I was and annoyed at myself for no being there at that family moment. But if yeah. I had been there, I tell you, I'd have been fucking greeting and rolling. You'd about. have probably you'd have probably went in the boys' room and smacked him about again. No, he was <laughs> at work. I drove to his work, all, then slapped him, then drove back. But then I'll, I'll make an argument for Osh, right? Because let me just say this to you: now, Angel as a as a star student, grade A student. Yeah. They'd be expecting the smashes across the board. So in the one that she got a B in, you could argue that that was potentially a failure. Now Osh uh, no good enough. and himself no good is expected to fail everything, which he did. So in theory, he's the only one that's actually... He's a winner. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's the only one that's done what he was expected to do. Nah, the big man never failed everything. He just never, he just, he just never, he just never applied himself, Scott, you know. But he's, but then, he's, like, he's got his apprenticeship, he's got his motor now, He's independent. We only see him for five minutes to come and eat his dinner. And let, uh, let me say this as well. I think that is the problem with education in Scotland and probably the UK because I don't think... I think there's a lot of people out there who go on to be successful in whatever field they choose in and they are awful at school because I don't oh, I, think the environment for school is right for a lot of people. That's why I think the English setup where they can go to like college which is effectively you know, the last two years of high school in Scotland I do think that kids should be able to or maybe the, the, the emphasis should be more on teachers they should be having to identify children and say listen this young guy this young woman this this non-binary they are a, a smart person or they're street smart or they've got a lot to offer but the, the environment of school 
doesn't suit them and they're going to fail here. So we need to offer them the chance to go to college where they may get to mix more with adults or in that environment might be better for them. Aye. I, I certainly never done well at school, but I was just following a carry on. Um, but then but you, you must have got the same as me, but it was like, because I thought about leaving school at 16 and I was fucking leathered. Because the, the, the whole idea of up is that I, I had to go down a mine when I was six and a half and you, you're you going to uni. I don't want to go to uni. What have I got to uni for? I want, I want uh, to get a job. I want, no, no, you, no. Uni was not an option for me. I, I, you know, no even That's, college was an option for me. I wasn't smart enough. I, I was smart. I just couldn't be asked with it. You know, that full, see that, 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 that kind of reality, Scott. Know what I mean? But anyway. Walking in another man's shoes, brother. Exactly. Because then, he's a mile behind you with bare feet and he can't catch you I am um, so what has I got to say there I listen to this, this is, and this is how I went up Mark Rebelly right I'm up in Dundee looking for motors for my oldest boy I've only got one boy I don't know why I said that Oshie oh you let's slap there and uh, <laughs> the, my, my my oldest boy in this part of the country and and we looked for motors and all that. So we drove up to Dundee to see one and we, we didn't get it. We didn't take it. And he's like, ah, you wasted my time. I've sat in this motor for two years for nothing. I said, that's not how it works, son. You need to look at all sorts of motors to get an idea, a feel for a car, what's better, price-wise, driving-wise, what you can get for your money. So you don't just go and look at the fucking first one. Uh, you, don't, you don't shy the first world in media. That's what I said to him. I didn't say that. So I'm just raging at that, just thinking, he's just no got a fucking clue. Anyway, says I stopped in we actually went and stopped in Asda or something like that, because we were ready for the toilet. And they went, here, you're gonna buy us a meal deal. And I went, no. Oh, I can't believe you know buying us a meal deal. Says fucking bite your own money, a wee dick. Buy us a meal deal. I'm on the phone to Misa Ross and that what <clears throat> try to work out what the fuck's happening for this gig. I walked back in the motor, finishes his meal deal. He horsed a lot of it out the windy. <gasps> I fucking seen red, man. Oh. I turned around and I went, and Maria was sitting in the front, and she by, she, by the time she'd went, did you just, I just went like, you fucking wee cunt. Who fucking brought you up in this world? Who you talking about? I said, I've never fucking done anything like that in my fucking life. Uh, that, of course you have. That's it. You need to tell them that. Aye, I know, but don't right. talk shite, man. I said, that fucking makes my blood boil. I honestly does. See, fuck, cunt, let them cunts. I honestly want to fucking punch them right in the mouth. <clears> I don't <throat> know what it is. It's just disrespectful. I said, is that what you do when you do with your pals? No. I said, why the fuck did you date the new then? Just because uh, I couldn't see a bin. I says, you fucking ungrateful wee cunt. Get out the fucking motor, pick every bit of that up and put it in the bin. So anyway, fucking raging. Then I'm driving in, I walk around, he's sitting sitting in the back without a seatbelt. No, he's actually lost pals through fucking car accidents. So he knows the importance of fucking seatbelts and that. I said, what are you doing? It's uncomfortable. He says, get your fucking seatbelt on. No, I don't need <coughs> it. Right, anyway, it's a dad conversation. I know it's no fucking sounding cool. There's no comedy ending here, right? Anyway, I just said, I'm driving down, right? I've, just, I've not got a jacket. And I just says, drop me off in Glasgow. I'm need, just getting I need to do that situation. I'm in need of this. Aye. Fucking ejector belt. Straight to Wellerspoons. Sat and had a few pints while I waited at Mesa Ross to decompress. Went to Mark fucking rebuild it. 
And let me tell you, this is this is great. I told you briefly on the phone. Yeah, Matt Reed Bullets fucking walked out right. A rapturous response. It was like a football crowd. The cheer. It was electric, Scott. Like, you, I've not seen a crowd on a Monday night like this. I mean, we were up the balcony. We were up up the balcony. <clears throat> fucking rose for five minutes. He never said a fucking word. Walked to one side. Lifting the horns up, getting in, make mere noise, walk to the other side, point to the balcony. Everybody's, every cunt's roaring, right? And I was just going, fucking hell, this is, how do you fucking start with this kind of excitement? And he just picked up the mic and just went like, shut the fuck up! <laughs> right? And every, you know, it was like mad. Every cunt go, gets his fucking act and right. they're just fucking laughing. And they just, it was just insanity. And Mr. Ross said, Imagine a fucking hashtag with this kind of crowd. Oh, well, that is right. what the hashtag crowd's like. Well, aye, that's what the hashtag crowd's like. But this was in its thousands, right? And then Ross said, they be cunts fucking dying. they be fu- fu- fucking folk <laughs> fu- fu- jumping off their balcony now. It wouldn't be healthy. And I went, I, I actually would. It would get to like fucking voodoo levels of madness. Oh, aye, man. Oh, aye. But anyway, it was, a, it was a fucking great gig. And if you've not checked it out, You've also not got internet, so how how do you manage listening to this? Check out his videos; they're fucking brilliant. But ah, he, he yes, never did enough mic work. That's that was my complaint. It was just too many beats, and you know, like, he done a couple of songs, two songs at the end that everybody knew. But even the songs that he made up, they were brilliant. But he could have done that. Me, why's him being a wild, wow, sexy bitch? <laughs> but then, how how much of that is off? Because when when you watch the the Facebook and the YouTube videos, right? There's a there's an element of you that thinks this is you know he's just hitting record and it's all great. But there, I imagine there's a lot of times where you know he fucks <laughs> up so he stops because what all you're seeing is what you think is the finished product. No, so maybe I think in a live environment it might be that you, you don't want to take the risk of something fucks it. So you just you know you you, you give people a show and you, you you stick to what you know. Yeah, I mean, let me interject here as a man. Uh... As a middle-aged man who's spent over 30 years of his life as a musician uh, and entertainer, what he's doing in the videos is, is he's basically got a rough idea of what he's doing, as in he's worked out the chords, the groove, you know, the tempo, mm-hmm. possibly the lyrics, like the, 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 the majority of the lyrical content, and yeah. then he's recreating it and recording it, and it's all one take stuff. But there's been Beautiful. a wee bit, like Ed, there's been a wee bit of prep before, you know. Yeah, a little bit of prep. You know, you've got the but all these live shows. If you would like to know what happened at that live show, jump over to our Patreon and sign up to get even more info about the show in the hash. Tag show go blow. Fuck you, you scumbag!